I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? May the 4th be with you, Pat. May the 4th... Fourth, may the fourth be may with you. May the fourth you. be with you. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm that. gonna just speak like with a lift no, now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. May the fourth. Happy May the fourth. Happy Star Wars Day to everybody out there, even though it's a few days late. But I hope you all had a fantastic Star Wars Day, Sammy. How did you spend the Star Wars Day? Oh, you know, not watching any Star Wars. <laughs> no, you didn't watch any Star Wars. <laughs> nope. No Jab of the Hut for you. No. Oh, I hate to inform you of this, but you done screwed up. <laughs> you were supposed to watch some Star Wars today. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, if I were to watch anything, it would have been the Ewok movie. Always with the Ewoks. And that's that. That standalone one where it's like the mm-hmm. little girl in the cave and there's like a pterodactyl yeah. and then the Ewoks are like there and they're friends. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I don't oh, think. I have. I remember we had it on VHS. It was like a copy of a copy of a copy or something. It was nice. not in good shape. But I watched yeah. that thing over and over when I was young. You know what I found recently that I watched over and over when I was young? Fraggle Rock. No. Ah. But I did watch that a lot. Yeah, me too. Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater. Do you Never ever heard watch of it. that? No. Oh, it's phenomenal. She was hot off her success of The Shining. <laughs> yeah. It's and a it real was like A to B it was to like, C. L- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like live action retelling of fairy tales. Yeah. And it was great. And R- I, Right off her success of Popeye as olive oil. It was like in the late 70s, yeah? Okay, I don't remember that. Oh, I that. I don't think I, sh- I saw that version. That you got to see. Yeah, I don't know. I was never big into Popeye, but fairy this tale one, stuff I'm big love. into. <laughs> I've been going down a... Been going down a you know fairy tale, just watching a lot of fantasy stuff. You're always doing that. that. Episode, that's just a regular Tuesday for you. (laughs) It's a regular every day for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I've rewatched all of my favorites recently, so I need more. And I'm like, let's go into the deep well of like childhood and rewatch those favorites. (laughs) There you go. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, welcome everybody. What's, what's been up? Happy, no. happy to be back. Yeah. Took happy. another another <laughs> surprise week off. We did take another surprise week off. That's that's on me. I think. I think yeah. I had uh, some extra extra work at night last week. It was really worth it. It's totally worth it. Uh, great <laughs> productions, and here we are. We're back. We're back in the saddle again. And we're mm-hmm. here to record Kicking and Streaming episode 107. And this episode is strange. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to ask you. Yeah. Did this episode of Buffy make you want a burger or absolutely not want a burger? Okay. At first, wanted a burger. All yeah. right. That was my journey. Wanted a I burger. I almost texted you to be like, don't eat burgers this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we I don't had know if that's a regular week. occurrence in your house. Yeah, but, normally, okay. normally burgers are like our Sunday night treat, you know? Nice, yeah. Right, so it came before the screening, which was helpful, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but I'll tell you what, Sammy Joe, and you're going to hear a lot about it. Uh, this mostly this episode brought up memories of me working in McDonald's for a year. I I had a feeling, so I'm gonna I'm I'm interested yeah, to hear we about will that. Dive deep, good into the trauma of that. It wasn't really traumatic. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't really work. I never really worked fast food. I worked in a deli. That's like yeah. the closest. You know, that was food service. But that was it. That was the closest I got to. Yeah. You know what? I think it is a fantastic experience for me for multitude of reasons, but it did sully the uh, fast food industry for me. Like when I go through a drive-through now, imagine it would, and they are not like good. Peppy? I'm like, yeah, if they're not peppy, if they're not getting the meal in a in a hasty uh, thirty seconds, I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing in there? When I was the grill master back in my day, all the food was fast, hot, and ready. People loved and it. And furious. And furious. Fast and furious. Okay? <laughs> That's how I made burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. Me too. Well, what do you say there, Sammy Joe? You got anything else you got to catch up on, or we just going to launch right catch into Buffy? Up? Catch up? Catch up on? <laughs> or mustard on? <laughs> uh, uh, Don't like mustard. You nope, don't like don't mustard? Like Come on. It's all Just good. Just like ketchup. What do you put on your hot dog? Um, I don't really eat hot dogs. Okay. This but is a, when I do... All of this is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ketchup. Just ketchup? Well, you're yeah. like you're like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a five-year-old is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes my food preferences are that of a five-year-old, Okay. Cue the dino chicken nuggets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Extra All right. crispy. Well, All right, let's say? get into Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. All right, so this week we watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, season six, episode 12, Double Meat Palace. <laughs> When I read the title, I was like, I had to take a double take, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Double take of double meat. Double take of double meat. I was like, what Mm -hmm. is- What what, are we in for What are we in for? Double meat palace? (laughs) What are we talking about here? You were like, is this- is this going to be sleaze fest turned up to a Certainly million? Certainly sounded like it was uh, <laughs> going to be sleaze fest on UPN I didn't again. Even think about that. <laughs> For once, your mind is dirtier than mine. <laughs> I think this episode is dirtier than whatever your mind could conjure up. This is a yeah. gross episode. <laughs> yeah. But also kind of great. So I know you're gonna. <laughs> I know you're gonna ask, yeah. like for you know publishing purposes. Yeah. Double meat is all one word. Oh yeah, that's how I have it written here. Okay, good. Yeah, good. double meat. Just want to make sure. Okay. Original air date is January 29, two thousand two. So there was actually a couple of weeks break in between Buffy episodes. So we're right, right on track. You yeah. Know? Well, what a way to come back after a few week hiatus, huh? Yeah, with this banger. (laughs) Wow. Uh, It was written by Jane Espenson and directed by Nick Mark. Now, let me ask you something, Sammy Joe. Okay. I think I already know the answer because you didn't say anything. But this is not the gross episode that you were talking about that was coming up. You said there was one creature or something that was gross or scary or something like, yikes, it's coming up. Just you wait, buckle up. 
Oh, well, this is definitely gross, but no, the the one, the the demon that I find the scariest yeah. has not happened yet. Okay, all right. I think it's next, I think it's last season. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, This is definitely gross. It's pretty gross. <laughs> but not, the one I'm thinking of is like creepy, scary, like gives me the heebie-jeebies. This felt like uh. Well, we'll get into it once we get into yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So your predictions, um, one from, I think this was from episode 105. Yeah. You said she, Willow says she's out of the magics and maybe she will f- be for a little while, but the suppression will be tough. When it finally does come out, it will unleash like crazy. It will do some damage, but maybe she'll be able to control it and she'll enter a new level of magic consciousness where she becomes a magic Jedi. Hey, May the 4th. And she'll hey. only use it for good, only when her friends are in peril, not to close curtains. Last episode, you said the sleaze fest will continue for the whole season because the audience is eating it up. Mm-hmm. And then you said the trio is going to come in and out, but they're definitely not the big bad. Um, and then you said Warren could be because he's a creep and he keeps getting a little darker. He could go extra dark. And so I said, if that happens, what will what will Andrew and Jonathan do? And you said that they'll go to the Slayer for help. And the only way to get help is for Willow to use her magics again because Warren will bite off more than he can chew with some kind of crazy spell. Yeah, it's not bad. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to take a deep breath after that. I know. You're going to have to write a book soon. <laughs> called oh. Pat's Predictions. Pat's Volume Predictions. One. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So this episode starts with Willow catching Anya and Xander up on the trio of nerds and, you know, how they interacted with them. She tells them how Buffy stormed their lair, but they'd cleared out, leaving behind a few magic things and pictures of the Vulcan woman on Enterprise. Anya starts in on how demons are better than people because at least she put in a hard day's work exacting vengeance, whereas supervillains want reward without labor. She says, it's wrong. Without labor, there can be no payment and vice versa. The country cannot progress. The workers are the tools that shape America. And Buffy off screen says, good to know. And then the others look at her and the camera reveals... Buffy wearing red pants, a red and white striped shirt, and a hat with a stuffed cow on top. What is this? And she says, I was kind of feeling like a tool, and now I know why. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get the intro. After the intro- Let me just say, my outfit at McDonald's was much classier, okay? Yeah, well, you didn't have to wear a, a, a stuffed cow hat. I did not. Although that would have spiced things up because I'm a big fan of hats. All right. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed to wear a hat while I was working. Oh, wait. Really? No, no, no. I had to wear a hat. I had to wear I a McDonald's say. hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to keep that hair. You got to keep that mop together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Probably had to, do you have to wear a hairnet under your hat? No, no. I didn't have to wear the hairnet. Oh, luckily. Okay. Yeah. But no, you Even did though... have to wear a hat. I had a blue mm-hmm. polo with a yellow stripe because I was a trainer. All right. Okay. No big Whoa. deal. No big deal. Cool. Uh, black slacks. Big man on campus. And I had to go to Payless Shoes for some all black, uh, like sneakers, all, like leatherette sneakers. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> they were really <laughs> fancy. And uh, yeah, tucked in shirt. I looked good, man. I looked real wow. good. So was that your only like food service job? 
Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was from there straight to the movie store to Radio Shack and then in all of my production jobs. <laughs> mm. That has been my career. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not a whole lot of like retail or anything like that. You yeah, know? I, I did a lot of retail. It was just the movie store and Radio Shack and one mm. full year at McDonald's. And you were a trainer already? Oh, I made trainer in like four months, Sammy Joe. That's how wow. good. That's how much of a grill master slash drive through guy I was. Wow. It was real good. I could punch in those. You were going those... right to the top. Yeah, right to the top. Yeah. I had upper management written all over me, but uh, I had to leave. Because... I had to go because the movie store was calling me from across <laughs> yeah. the street. I was like, I got to go. <laughs> you just look at it every day. I have to go, my up. golden arch brethren. To a much fancier spot known as movie gallery, gallery, gallery. Yeah. Cool. It was a big move. It was a big move up in my career. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we got to start somewhere, you know? <laughs> yep. So after the intro, Buffy watches a very dated corporate video about the double meat experience. <laughs> That shows yeah. how cows and chickens are harvested to create the double meat medley, which sounds very horrific. So yeah. thankfully we don't see the screen. The sound effects that yeah. they play. I was like, w- w- the, the, they're slaughtering of the animals as part of the training videos? <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's probably good. I don't know yeah. that you would be able to stay past that or at least no. not eat anything. Um, a man also in uniform turns on the light and says, interesting, isn't it? And Buffy says, oh, yes, like how the cow and the chicken come together, even though they never met. It's like Sleepless in Seattle if Meg and Tom were like minced. <laughs> the man does not find this humorous. He probably, Pat, does not find anything humorous. That's just the kind of vibe we get from him. The manager? Yeah. He yeah. tells her, I'm Manny, the manager. It's not a joke. It's just my name. <laughs> I wrote that one down. I was like, I like yeah. this guy already. He's he's cool. Which is funny because I was watching something. Oh, what was I watching recently? Where I, I was watching, like, I've watched like a couple episodes of like a, a different show. I honestly can't even remember. That's how much of an impact it had on me. And there was a similar joke. Like there was a guy named Manny who was a manager, but he kind of <laughs> said the same thing. Like it's not a joke. It's just my name. And then, <laughs> and then I was watched this and I was like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, maybe you just had deja vu. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think it was definitely in that other show that I watched. What do you think deja vu is Sammy Joe? Uh, deja vu is already seen. What? Yeah, I know. But what do you think it means? It means when you experience something that you've already experienced, either in a past life or in this life. Oh, so you you like the past life kind of thing, huh? Yeah, I yeah. mean that's just that's just my jam, but right, that's okay. not what everybody thinks. You cool. think it's a glitch in the matrix? I mean, that would be the coolest, but <laughs> <laughs> listen to your how your voice squeaked. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just squeak? <laughs> my voice doesn't so excited squeak about the matrix. <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. the Matrix. I know. You know, I know. me. I, I know I'm you. I'm a sucker for the Matrix. I know. It's, it's what so you call good. your car. I mean, it's it's not what I call the car. It's what the it's what Toyota called the <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, but that's why that's probably why you got it. That's totally why I bought it. 
I was yeah. like, say no more, salesperson. I'll take and it. Give me the keys. He's like, this is $4,000 over asking price. I'm like, give me the keys. A bargain, <laughs> sir. Money <Yeah>. well spent. <laughs> and call me Neo on my way out. Thank you. <laughs> Because I remember the first time I got in your car and you were like, welcome to the Matrix. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, I you know what? That, I'm driving from now on. <laughs> it sounds like me. <laughs> it checks out. <laughs> and that's why we never let you drive when we went out to lunch. <laughs> what? That's why? <laughs> you want to let me do the Matrix joke? Man, it's a real bummer. Anyway. Manny asks Buffy why she wants to work there and she starts to say that she needs money desperately and figured, you know, this was like any fastest job that she could get. But then she sees Manny's stern expression. She says, because I wanted to be part of the double me experience. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) And he smiles and then takes her on a tour. First to the employee lounge where two guys, Philip and Timothy, are sitting at a table in silence, just like zoned out. Just you know? mugging, just mean mugging. They're not really mean mugging. <laughs> they're just like they're just gone, man. They're just they're just zoned. They're yeah. just zoned. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, they talk about you know an, another girl who is gone, and Buffy asks what happened, and we get a creepy kind of horror movie shot of Timothy staring blankly ahead while Buffy's out of focus behind him, and he says. Whatever always happens. <laughs> What's that, okay. Timothy? Elaborate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Manny opens a locker filled with clothes and tells Buffy that she can use it and she can either keep or toss the clothing that's inside. He says, we have a lot of turnover here. And then he tells Buffy to follow Philip and Timothy's example because they're lifers like him. I never had a locker at McDonald's. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. So this is a real stand-up establishment. Get your own locker. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I guess. It's like having your own cubicle. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, yeah, I feel like when I went to the decorated when I went to the deli, I just, you know, wore my shirt. Right, you just walked in, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so then uh, Manny tells Buffy if she puts in the work 10 years from now, she'll be where Manny is, which does not make Buffy excited <laughs> you know what D- depends on the benefits you know in this yeah. economy you never yeah. know benefits yeah. and, and salary if it's steady yeah. she's got to make the money you know you get a year year she's over year she's got to make the moolah five to seven percent raise that should be okay you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. five to seven percent remember it's, those days it's healthy right yeah yeah those don't exist anymore no uh, so Manny punches Buffy's time card in and tells her that she's now on the clock. Uh, excuse me. She should have gotten paid for that training. Okay. Uh, Manny brings. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Manny <laughs> brings Buffy to the kitchen and we see some people assembling burgers An employee cutting thick chicken slices Ugh. on a deli slicer. So I used to use those. Oh, you were the deli, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I used to use those slicers. Oh. Never cut myself. No? No. Wow. feel like you have to be really dumb to cut yourself on those. Really? Or just like really not be paying attention. Yeah. Well, I bet Phil and Timothy would cut themselves. I don't know. If you They're zoned lifers, out like Pat. that. <laughs> They're lifers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see another employee using a meat grinder. 
Then we slow zoom on the chicken slices as Buffy watches it. Kind of not appetizing. Then we hear someone ordering over the intercom, which Manny explains is the drive through window. He says, high pressure job that Buffy will not be doing. Hmm. He points out the walk-in freezer and Buffy starts to walk toward it. But Mary hurriedly tells her that she doesn't need to go in there. She goes over to a jar on top of a filing cabinet that's labeled dehydrated pickles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you want those. Well, I guess you just rehydrate them and you put them on the burger. Oh, that's true because we had yeah. we had we we uh, had dehydrated onions, the mm-hmm. minced onions that you'd put on the burgers. Really, they were yeah. dehydrated. Yeah, Ooh, they I, came in big. You're gonna buckets. hear all the secrets today. And they were we call them dehydes. They're like, oh, we're out of dehydes. So what you'd have to do is you grab a new bucket from the back, right? Mm-hmm. And all you did was fill it up with water. Wow. And then you just scoop out the dehydes as needed. Ugh, that's so disgusting. It's pretty gross, right? Because it's easier to store that than oh, sure. real onions. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Dehyde minced onions. It's a little scoop. Man, I'm so glad that I just don't eat fast food anymore. I mean, I, I, ha- eat, I eat five so guys, fast food. so I guess that's still <laughs> fast food. But it's not like, you know, it's like a s- couple of steps above like McDonald's sure. and stuff. So Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I rarely eat it, but every once in a while, like those late nights... You know, yeah. when I'm working late, it's like sometimes I just go grab something. That will happen to Dave and I usually when we're on our way back from like doing a market in Massachusetts. Yeah. Because they're just so, it's so convenient, you know, right. on the Mass Pike to pull off the highway. And I love the drive through too. There's nothing better than a drive through and never getting out of your car and getting your food for the road. I love driving and eating. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, usually we need to get out and pee too, so... Yeah. Just one okay. stop shop. But. <laughs> <laughs> so are we gonna we're gonna hear all the all the juice? Sure. Well, as much as I can beans? remember, you know, this is okay, cool. I'm getting up there in years, Sammy Joe. Yeah. You know? Starting to yeah. show my age. This is the <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it. When this aired, I was probably working at uh McDonald's. Yeah. It was like right around the same time. Mm-hmm. You said two thousand two? Two thousand two, yeah. Yeah, that's when I was working there. Wow. Bingo. That's 2001 crazy. to 2002 is when I worked there. Bingo bongo. Bingo bongo. This guy. <laughs> um, Manny holds out a sandwich to Buffy, the double meat medley, and he describes it, the classic double decker with a twist, a pure beefy patty above the <laughs> mid bun and a slice of processed chicken product below the mid bun. Okay, when you have to say pro- chicken product... Yeah. Processed chicken product. Yeah, you don't want no. that. No, yeah, don't want that. Yeah. Plus pickles and the secret ingredient. He tells Buffy to eat it, and Buffy tries to refuse because she's like, yeah, I just saw the video, and, you know, no thanks. But Manny just kind of continues staring at her until she finally takes a bite. And then she asks what the secret ingredient is, and he tells her it's a meat process, which makes Buffy uneasy because I think you should <laughs> it's be. It's a meat process. <laughs> also, this burger is flipping huge, Sammy Joe. It's a huge burger. That's bigger I mean, than your it's head. it's double meat. Yeah, it is double meat, but I used to make double meat burgers, and they were nowhere near this. Like, no. the size of that bun? Yeah. It was like, uh... Definitely was like the size of my head. It was like catcher's mitt size. Yeah. <laughs> really big. It is a huge burger. Huge burger. Yeah, you're not going to get that at a McDonald's. No, no. More like Burger King. Their Whoppers were pretty big. 
Yeah. I think they've shrunk in recent years, or maybe my head's I'm just sure gotten bigger. <laughs> no, I'm sure they have. <laughs> yeah, but those are pretty big burgers, but also Fat Burger in uh, Los Los Angeles when I lived there. I don't know if I ever mm. told you, but I lived in L.A. I, oh, re- what? I yeah. ne- never heard this before. I'll tell you someday, but okay. I used to go to this place, Fat Burger, and it was mm-hmm. amazing. It was no my pretense. favorite burger place. Hmm? No pretense. What do you mean? Just fat Prob- burger. Fat burger. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was called. Their onion rings were out of this world. If you, you think go to they fat were dehydrated burger. dehydrated first? No. I'm pretty sure they were hydrated. Just and frozen. fried. They were so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Fat burger and fries. Yeah. I don't think I've ever onion been rings. to a fat burger. Yeah. Well, if you ever go to LA, hit up fat burger. That's where it's at. I've been to LA a bunch of times. Oh, well, and you go again. Hit up Fat Burger. My, my uncle just tends to bring me to classier joints. <laughs> he just brings what's, what's the other? What's the other? In and Out, right? That's the In big and Out. Chain. That's that's the big. That's like, the one I've been one. to. Also, yeah. Jack in the Box is out there. Carl's Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure In and Out is the one that I've been to. Yeah, In and Out's great too. Yeah. I had that most recently, a few years ago, when I went to Las Vegas. I got In and Out. That was good. Mm, I also remember going to a movie theater where you could order food and have it delivered to you, like good food, Ooh. while you're watching the movie. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm like, that's the life. Hell uh, yeah. I don't know what theater it was. Um, there's probably a couple of theaters that do that out there. But yeah, yeah, they have they have the best theaters out there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, so then we get to the counter, Buffy at the counter. She, um, she tries to lighten up the mood with a few, uh, jokes, but Carrie, get what? Yeah. Gary, the guy she's shadowing, tells her to stop before Manny catches her wasting time. An older woman asks for a coffee and a cherry pie. And Gary shows Buffy how the register has pictures of the food items on the buttons. Did they have that at McDonald's? I don't think so. I didn't think. I don't think we had the pictures on it. Mm. I, I it remember does seem little like words. It would be very helpful. I had to do some reading. It was kind of a you know, classy joint. <laughs> <laughs> you had to learn how to read. Yeah, you had to be pretty sophisticated <laughs> to run this machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the older lady tells Buffy that she eats there every day, and she could really see Buffy there for a long time. Not like some of them, where you suddenly never see them again. And next up is a family who orders a lot of complicated things, which overwhelm Buffy. Then we cut to Buffy later eating a double melt medley, double meat medley on her break. Some ominous music is playing. Then later she goes to open the door to the walk-in freezer when no one's looking, and she sees a bunch of boxes labeled chicken. She closes the door and finds Manny, the manager, who reminds her, you don't need to be in there. She tells him that she was just curious. Manny says, curiosity killed the cat (laughs) and then he walks away and buffy says theory number five cat burgers (laughs) also if you got time to lean you got time to clean okay oh yeah was that was that like your one of your sayings well that was one that we we heard in there you know yeah sounds like a manny hey you gotta clean you gotta start cleaning no Mm -hmm. time to lean that sounds like a mannyism oh definitely uh, later, Anya, Don, Willow, and Xander arrive to support Buffy. And Buffy tells them that this feels different than when she waitressed at the diner in L.A. She thinks that there's something wrong here. 
She sees Willow anxiously drumming with some straws and asks if she is okay. And Willow kind of puts the straws back. Buffy tells them that her manager is scary and intense and there's a secret ingredient and sometimes the people disappear. But Xander says it's fast food. I have swum these murky waters, my friend. There's the assorted creepiness. There's staring. There's the enthusiastic not showing up at all. I think you're just seeing demons where there's just life. And mm. they watch Manny, quote, get the pickles wet. <laughs> <laughs> Anya's gross. like, isn't that your manager getting the pickles wet? <laughs> <laughs> so he's rehydrating the pickles rehydrating and buffy shrugs it off and says that maybe it was just the video that freaked her out buffy tells him that the meals are on her and anya suggests that they get this food for their wedding because time is running short and willow isn't helping her with planning magically because you know she she lost her ability to magics Oh, right. And many, many of the guests, including ones from the demon realm, haven't RSVP'd yet. Huh. Xander bites into they? his... Yeah, that's... I mean, RSVPs, collecting those are the worst. What does RSVP stand for? Responde s'il vous plaît. Really? Yes. That's what it stands yes. for? Mm-hmm. Responde well, s'il vous plaît. Yep, yeah, it's French. It means please respond. Wow. Okay. Yep. Never thought you to, never knew that. No, I never thought to Google it or anything. Oh well, T I L Pat. <laughs> I know T I L for sure. <laughs> Xander bites into his burger as Buffy says that she cut way back on the cat, and Xander's like, "Cat?" And she's like, "Kidding, probably." <laughs> Later that night, it's very slow, so Buffy tells a middle-aged worker woman, Gina, who is also very zoned out, that she's going to take another break, and Gina says. We're not allowed. Downtime robs us all. And Buffy says that there's no one there. And Gina says, sure there is. And Buffy turns around to find Spike. There he is. Spike tells Buffy to service me. And then yammers on about how fluorescent lights make some demon's skin twitch. And asks Buffy if she's that kind of demon. Buffy tells him she's not a demon. And Spike tells her that she doesn't belong there. She's better than this. He can get her money. And she turns to walk away from him and he says, this place will kill you. Cut to Gary <laughs> leaving through the back door near the garbage. When he hears something, he turns around and sees someone that he seems to recognize, but we can't see them. And he says, oh, hi, what are you doing? What? What? And the camera moves what? closer as Gary screams. <laughs> we cut to a low shot and we see his hat fall to the ground. Gary bites it. Gary probably bites it here. Yeah. All right, next morning, Buffy stands behind Timothy to punch in, and he says, you came back. Manny tells her- <laughs> Look alive, Gary. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, Timothy. Look alive, Timothy. Gary is the one who bites it. <laughs> oh, right. Well, he should look so, alive, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manny tells Buffy that Gary is gone, that he was supposed to unlock early and didn't show, and he's moving Timothy to counter, and Buffy's on grill. She says, but I don't know how to grill. And then Manny says, just think, this is the last day you'll ever be able to say that. You, okay. You know what's kind of messed up, Sammy Joe? When what? I think back on my McDonald's experience, okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. All, all the males were started on the grill. Mm-hmm. All the females were started on the counter. Mm-hmm. Pretty messed up, right? That's pretty messed up. Yeah. I know. They're like, you filth. Get in the back. 
<laughs> pretty ladies up front. Yeah, you have to earn yourself to the to the front counter. And it was yeah. like a step up, like when they're like, Okay, we think you've earned yourself to uh drive through and counter. Yeah. You know, they'd always put you on the counter first and then you get to go to drive through if uh high pressure you job proved there. yourself. Oh, it was high pressure. And you get all the uh get all the schmucks that go through drive through too. Mm-hmm. Because they'd always, you know, they'd do silly things yeah, through the drive through, make silly voices. Mm-hmm. They do the uh, super fire in the hole meow thing. I never oh, got right. fire in the hold. That's good. Yeah, that is. That good. just seems so mean. <laughs> it does. Yeah. You know, like they're already, you know, they're already working right. a low-paying job. Like, come on. I know. Go do you... that to your state representative. But you know what? We ate so much McDonald's when we were there. Oh my god! Ugh, I bet. We I ate can't even, so I don't much. even want to think about Woo! it. It was amazing. Uh, ice cream too, Sammy Joe. Ice cream and coffee. We'd mix ice cream and coffee together. That was kind of the best. I'm gonna puke. We we're highly caffeinated and lots of food. Highly sugared. Highly sugared up. Yep. And I was a skinny boy, and you could not pack weight on me at, the, at those years. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Philip explains to Buffy how the grill works, and then she asks him in more. Oh, she asks him what the special ingredient is, and he says, it's a meat process. She asks him for more details, but she doesn't get any. And <laughs> we're going to do a couple of lines. Oh, cool. Who do I get to be? Um, I'm going to let you be Philip, but if you mess it up, then I'm going to take <laughs> it back. How can I screw up Philip? Because <laughs> you just got to have the right, you well, know, you got to give gotta me have some the direction. right vibe. You got to give me okay. some direction. All right, so Philip is like, you know, he's like kind of soft-spoken. Okay. You can do you can do Southern if you want, because that seems okay. to be your go-to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but you know, he's just a little bit. He's just he's a little, just a little bit like. I'm just like not quite there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, see, look at that. I dialed him in that quick. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so Philip says, "It's a process." They it's do a it. process. Oh, it's a process. They do it to the meat. But what is it? It's just the name of the process. Oh, yeah. Beep. The grill beeps. <laughs> so the grill beeps, <laughs> and Philip picks up a metal spatula and gives it to Buffy. So I guess we're going to get kind of greasy, huh? Hmm. And then we get a close shot of the grill. As Buffy flips the burgers over. Skin. Hair. Eyelashes. Nostrils. Nostrils. Then he says, nostrils. Nostrils. You got got, got, to be like that. Nostrils. See, you're going Southern before I did. (laughs) It's kind of, he's a little bit. He's got a little Southern twang? Yeah. He's got a little twang? He's got got, kind of a little. Skin. Yeah. Hair. Eyelashes. Nostrils. inside your ears you want to look inside my ears uh no no that's okay once i noticed i couldn't hear went to the doctor he said it was grease that made a plug oh Mm. they gave me a kit kit for cleaning my ears it's got this little bulb mechanism 
Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> you had any had any experiences like that, Pat? I <laughs> uh, can't say that I did. <laughs> I definitely remember at the deli just like getting chunks of meat and cheese in my shoes like in the bottom of my shoes not like in in the like inside but just like you know in the treads of my shoes yeah and i would just when i got home because this is when i was i was still living at home yeah and i would just like take my shoes off and leave them in the kitchen for my dog to lick clean oh gross (laughs) that's disgusting (laughs) that's so gross yeah so i remember that there's a lot of grease on the floors like it was slippery back there is like red tile i remember the red tile yeah and there's always some grease because it spatters you know it spatters out the Mm -hmm. you know the vats and the but it didn't uh, get into your nostrils didn't get into my nostrils (laughs) also we didn't have to flip the burgers like here at the double meat palace Oh. We uh we had really fancy grills that had like a top that would come down and would grill both sides at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that that probably helps reduce yeah, only, splatter. It only took like I don't know forty five seconds to grill up like twelve patties. Wow. Took a little bit longer if they're a quarter pounder though. Mm. But the ten to one—that's what we called it, ten to one. Mm-hmm. That took no time at all. They're very thin. That's like your normal hamburger slash yeah. cheeseburger slash mm-hmm. Big Mac. But quarter pounder, a little thicker, a little wider. Oh, we did have one guy, Sammy Joe. Yeah. And this is not going to help your nausea. Great. But thanks. He would come in every single day and he was the triple. Wait. He was. No, he ordered three double quarter pounders with cheese and a, a supersized Diet Coke every day. Was it and, Trump? And the guy was like 70 years old. And was he huge? He was tall, but he was not wide. Wow. He had three double court. And so every time we saw him Ugh. coming up the uh, driveway, because I he used to walk I did not think that there. I was going to feel this gross talking about <laughs> this so much. We haven't but even gotten I, to the gross parts yet. I know. Ugh. It's just food. It's just burgers. But he, we would see him coming up because he would walk to the McDonald's in town We'd see, mm-hmm. we'd say, he's coming, he's coming. The triple double quarter pounder guy's coming. So we'd start throwing, start throwing uh, quarter meat on the grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we'd have to replenish all our meat. Right. Yeah. Wow. That was crazy. I don't know how that guy lived. He supersized himself every day. Yeah. Of his life. It's incredible. All right, let's keep going. All right. Manny Manny tells Buffy she's doing a double shift because Gary didn't show and now one of the grinder guys is late. And Buffy protests, but they could still show up, right? I mean, they could be anywhere. Suddenly, a huge tray of wrapped ground meat is slammed down onto the table beside Buffy. A whole huge hunk of meat. And Timothy says, your meat's here. Gross. Cut to Xander hanging up the phone. He yells to Anya that Buffy is working late and then he turns as a woman demon suddenly appears in front of him wearing a cape, smoke swirling around her. Her face is all veiny like when Anya was a demon. Yeah. And she says, I have been called and vengeance shall I wreak. Cower, masculine one. Tremble as you face my wrath. <laughs> Anya walks in telling Xander maybe they should just do a potluck. 
And the demon turns to Anya and says, Hello, I am here to tear this man apart. How many pieces do you wish? And Anya says, Halfrek. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> and Halfrek says, Anyanka, oh my God. <laughs> and they both squeal and giggle and yeah. hug each other. That's great. And Anya tells her that she didn't call her to exact vengeance on Xander. She called her to invite her to their wedding. And Halfrek is like, oh, you know, I just never know if I'm even vengeancing the, wrong, the right guy. <laughs> yeah. So Xander excuses himself from the apartment to let them catch up. And Halfrick questions Anya about marrying Xander. Then we cut to Buffy lowering fries into some really disgusting, dirty oil. Yeah, you got to change that like three times a day. Just yeah. by the way, which I that, hated doing. Those are the worst. I bet that's probably a pain in the ass, but I'm I am at least glad to know that that was the standard. Yeah, we had to change out all the oil. You had to scrub it all down, make it all shiny and clean again but then the new mm. oil goes in and look pristine and great yeah yeah the tank next to um the tank next to it is also roiling boiling even though there's nothing in it and roiling timothy and boiling. creepily tells buffy that that happens sometimes sometimes bugs fall in there all right and then timothy. he tells buffy to go on her break and she takes her break a sex break oh what Doing it in the alley with Spike. I Gross. thought she was dancing with Spike. They're like doing a dance. Come on, Pat. Sammy Joe. I thought That's it was a dance happening. break. It's not a dance break. It's not a dance break? No. I thought they were doing a slow dance. Mm, they're doing a slow up and down dance. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. Cut to yeah. Willow highlighting. It's public indecency, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are both felons. It's just. Just indecent also yeah. in general. Okay? Also, UPN, clean up your act. I mean, come on. Come what, on. Are we, what are we teaching our what kids What are we, here? double meat palace over here? Yeah, what are we? we <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cut to Willow highlighting an entire page of a book in her room when Amy comes in and asks if she could have her rat home and says that she heard Willow has gone cold turkey. Willow tells her that it's hard, but she's getting better. And then Amy zaps Willow, giving her magic without her consent. Hey, Amy, you can't do that. Not cool, okay? Yeah, consent is sexy. Just... Right. And Amy did not get consent. She did not for this magics. No. Yeah. You can't just go blasting people. Can't be blasting like that. No. No, not cool. W Willow's eyes go black and her hands crackle with blue magic. She touches a vase and it falls apart and then a lamp when it disappears. And she says, Amy. And Amy tells her, it's a gift. It's magic. And it didn't come from you. It came from me. Completely legal. Enjoy. And then Wait. she leaves with her rat cage. Hmm? So so when when Willow does magic, does she get like a, like a, like a personal charge out of it or something? You know? Like is it? There's some sort of feedback when she does a spell, you know, um, like when she makes I don't like know. a, a Seems lamp like disappear. Maybe. It's like, oh, that's good stuff. I mean, it doesn't seem like that was really happening to her before she was hanging out with Amy and going to this rack. Going to racks. Yeah. Yeah. But right. that's kind of what it seems like was happening after that. Okay. Because we didn't really see her ever, like, get a buzz or anything. Like, no. we usually would see her be, like, tired. 
I could understand being like, well, that was pretty cool. I got a lot of power. So like you right. get like some kind of charge out of that. But if yeah. you're just like disappearing a lamp and stuff, it's like. Eh. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe she got some of that when she was going after Glory and like that whole, you know, that maybe. whole part at the end of last season. Yeah. She definitely seemed like she was revved up. <laughs> yeah. She's firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So, yeah, so Amy leaves with her rat cage and Willow is like breathing heavily and anxiously looking at her hands. Back at the Double Meat Palace, Buffy is using the meat grinder, which is just what you want to see. It's gross. Especially when she finds a finger in the ground meat. I hate finding digits like that. No. Don't tell me you did. No, I did never you do did. that? Okay. Oh, I never found a digit. You kidding me? <laughs> you probably also didn't grind meat at uh We at didn't. We got it all shipped to us it's as all frozen. frozen patties. Yeah, of course. Just the way I like it. Buffy brings it to Manny, the manager, in his office, and he tells her that there was a grinder accident six weeks ago, but she says this finger is new. And Manny says, well, maybe Gary did come in this morning, or I don't know, late last night. Maybe there was an accident, got himself to the hospital. And Buffy yeah, says, maybe. right, maybe he's in the hospital or maybe he's in the grinder. Huh? Huh? Meat mm. process? Secret ingredient? Maybe Gary's on the grill or maybe he's under the pickle chips. <laughs> and she runs out into the restaurant and starts throwing the food off of customers' plates and saying, you have to stop eating. You can't have this. It's not beef. It's people. <laughs> the double meat medley is people. The meat layer is definitely people. <laughs> As Manny and another worker like try to restrain her, and then the old lady holds up her half-eaten pie and says- Wait, let me say it. What? What about the cherry pie? <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to want to say that. <laughs> so good. She's holding it out in front of her too. Yeah. She's yeah. like, huh? <laughs> so this is great because this is 100%. I think even Dave said this. He was like, that's what you would do. And I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> if I thought the meat was scene. people, absolutely. <laughs> I'd go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so then Buffy fights the workers trying to hold her down, and Manny fires her. And then we cut back to Xander and Anya's apartment. Anya and Halfrek are chatting about Xander over tea, and Halfrek keep a- keeps asking some probing questions that make Anya uncomfortable. Like, kind of like trying to sow some seeds of discord. Yeah, you know what I would say? I'd be what? like, what the Halfrek? <laughs> nice. <laughs> What the frick? (laughs) What the frick, Hal? (laughs) At the magic shop, Xander and Dawn are playing Go Fish when Buffy slaps a burger on the table between them and says, I call an emergency meeting and this is it. Where's Willow? Where's Anya? Dawn says that she knocked on Willow's door but couldn't find her and Xander tells them that Anya's entertaining a vengeance demon named Hallie. And he says, say, Buff, did you ever see Anya as a demon? Because if that's it, whoa. Whoa. Buffy tells them there's something wrong at the Double Meat Palace, and Dawn says that she smells bad. <laughs> and <laughs> Buffy kind of smells herself and is like, ugh, that's great. That's just great. I try to do the simplest thing in the world, get an ordinary job in a well-lit place, and look, I'm right back where I started, blood and death and funky smells. <laughs> and she walks over to the counter, and Dawn follows her, and she shows Dawn the finger, the not... <laughs> doesn't flip her the finger but the, <laughs> the cut off the finger, finger. 
Hey, go, Don. Eat Here it. you go. This is what I think about yeah, you bah, not right getting there. a job. Uh, and she says that she thinks the secret ingredient is people and they need to analyze the burger. Xander whips his head around, mouth full of burger, now horrified. And he mm. yells at Buffy and he says, first you say it's cat. Then you come in and hand me a burger, blah, blah, blah. Five minutes later. Oh, by the way, it happens to be hot, delicious human flesh. You know what their uh, their slogan should be? What? Finger licking good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ew. yikes. Ew. Isn't that KFC? I'm, I'm sad I didn't think of that one. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Willow bursts in, apologizes for being late, and then makes a pencil go melty, so she hides it. Oh, yeah, Xander rubber pencil. Tries... I used to play that game all the time. You ever do yeah. that? Yeah. No, I didn't, but I I could see you doing that. What? You, you never did the rubber pencil? I mean, like, I, I've seen them, but, like, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't, like, a running gag. You just have one. See that? See that rubber pencil? Oh, that. Okay. I thought you meant, like, you had a, a rubber pencil that you would just gag people with. No, it's a rubber pencil. See it? See it? Yeah. See, it's a rubber pencil. It's yeah, a real okay. rubber pencil. See how it's bending? It's going... Xander <laughs> tries not to vomit as Dawn catches Willow up on Buffy's theory. <laughs> and Buffy says, they've got the perfect deal. Everyone expects high turnover of the employees. They get the meat for nothing and... And they have us disposing of the bodies. How sick is that? We need to bring the whole corporation. We need to bring down the whole corporation. Will... Xander ate the burger. Is there any way for sure to figure out what it was? And Willow says that she can use the scraps of meat on the wrapper and analyze it with science. (laughs) Buffy heads back to the double meat palace now that they're closed. She checks the walk-in freezer but doesn't find anything. Checks the meat grinder. Nothing there. And then she hears a noise and calls Manny, but no one answers. Then she falls out of the shot and when she Uh gets back up, She's holding Manny's severed foot. Yeah. And this she is says crazy. <laughs> she says, Guess you really were a lifer. <laughs> this whole scene is <laughs> odd. When she finds the severed foot, like the way she finds it, she falls out like of the frame. Like she slips on blood or something. Right. And yeah. then she stands up holding the severed foot. And then yep. she continues she it, to hold keeps it. Keeps it with her. She doesn't even throw it away. She's like, Look, you know what? This is her job. Okay? Taking this for this the, is her for job. the road. But you She's know what? like, this could be evidence, you know? This could be, maybe I need this for, for science. But she's probably wondering who it was. You know, she could she could probably check the security camera. She could look at the footage. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gearing up for something. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but, you uh, got another one? <laughs> yep, yep. Here you go. Let it rip. <laughs> Let it rip. <laughs> well uh so this is like an entry-level job you know but you know uh-huh. what they say it's yeah. always good to get a foot in the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but you why is she more? here I, I thought she got the boot am i right <laughs> okay yeah. all right yep no wonder the meat's all gross <laughs> it was definitely laced with some human meat get it laced like a boot like oh, a foot shoe laces yeah, okay shoe laces got there it. we go mm-hmm. all right that was just one for the road that was an extra cherry on top thank right. you cherry might pie have, might have been a rotten cherry but it's fine oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, back at the magic shop willow is fiddling with test tubes and whispering to herself i don't need magic i don't need magic 
While Dawn talks to Xander about how Buffy will always have crappy jobs for her whole life, while she can be anything. And so Xander says, maybe you'll be a lawyer or a doctor and you can use all your money to support your deadbeat sister. (laughs) (laughs) Willow calls Xander and Dawn over to her and tells him that she made a solution that reacts to the proteins in human blood so she can tell if the meat is people. Anya rushes in and Xander asks if her friend left, which she did. And then he asks if Anya's face used to look like that. And Anya is offended. She says, it's not like you're so perfect either. What with your strangely large upper arms and your tendency to criticize. And Willow looks in the microscope and says there's no reaction, which means it's not human. And then Anya asks, well, is it demony? I mean, maybe someone's, you know, killing demons and using them as a cheap source of meat. I mean, we've all heard of that. And by the way, I'm opposed to using demon meat, no matter how much money it saves. Does that surprise you? She says to Sander. <laughs> you know what, and Sammy Sander's Joe? like, what? <laughs> what? I think we could start a burger joint and call it Demon Burger. Oh, yeah? How cool would that be? I don't think I'd want to do that. I know, but I, think of the marketing. You, yeah, you'd be really good at it. I probably would, but I don't think I would. Uh... What, if, what if they were vegetarian burgers? Mm, it's kind of no. like the impossible burgers yeah but we call them demon burgers so it makes it kind of badass and people are like yeah. hey maybe i'll try it doesn't yeah. sound like so go hell or go home <laughs> that's our slogan go hell or go home yeah it's not bad yeah mm-hmm. yeah be like you want to try some red meat and it's just made from beets <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, th- I don't know. I think there's something there. Trademarked yeah. on this podcast. All right. All I right. just feel like I need to give myself some distance from the food service industry for a little while after this yeah. episode. Yeah, no, I get it. But when you're ready. I did, I did get five guys today, and now I'm regretting it with all of the deep dive we've done. I'm surprised you got five guys after this episode this week. Well, I, we watched, I watched this initially last week because i thought we were going to be recording oh i see and then i started like i think i watched the first half of it yesterday for pleasure like basically (laughs) before well to take my notes before it gets to you know the finding the finger part oh yeah so i was like you know the rest of that stuff is okay i can eat you know i can eat my burger um and then i ate my burger gave myself in a couple hours and then i rewatched the rest okay. of it so right. but now still seems a little too close for comfort now that we're deep diving <laughs> it's it's just not sitting well in me and yeah. i just want to get through this all right let's let's uh let's <laughs> just buckle down. blast through it <laughs> let's blast through <laughs> so willow says i'm not sure what i'm seeing cellulose there's something weird here here hair not hair here (laughs) we cut back to the double meat palace buffy still carrying manny's foot finds what looks like a throw it away you don't need it she might need it okay no this is like this is like her life's purpose okay so carrying around carrying around body parts is like door jam (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah, so she finds what looks what she thinks is a scalp lying on the counter, but she picks it up and says, Wig, wig lady. And the old pie lady emerges from behind Buffy and says, Oh dear. Oh, you know what? I'll have you uh oh, I'll have yeah. you read. I'll mm-hmm. have you read this. I know yeah, you're gonna yeah, love yeah, being yeah. wig lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh dear. Wig lady. Is that what they call me? 
I don't care for that. I mean, I have to do something to hide this. And a huge snake-like thing pushes its way out of the top of her bald head. Oh, yeah. It also has a round bald head and a toothy mouth. Yeah. It kind of just squirms out, extends a couple of feet. So this is what reminded me of that movie, The Thing. Did you ever see that? John Carpenter's The Thing? I don't think I ever did. Oh, you got to see that, Sammy Joe. It's great. Yeah. It's But it's very gross, too. Mm. And there's one point where there's like this thing that mm-hmm. springs out of like, I think it's spraying out of a dog. And it was kind of like Aww, this like big, long thingy. Yeah. Yeah. No, just got to get through this, okay? All just right. got to get through Moving this. On. So yeah, it's still connected to the old lady. It squeals and then it squirts a mist at Buffy. She oh, tries yeah. to get away but can't move and Wig Lady tells her that she's paralyzed. Gross. Buffy struggles holding on to the counters and trying to get away as Wig Lady follows her. And she tells her that double meat workers are her favorite. Wait, so what is she? Is she an alien? What's going on here? Is she a She's demon? some kind of demon. We just don't yeah. know? We don't know. And yeah, so she's, what does she say, Pat? She says, you're so full of double meat burgers and you just slide down so smooth. Ugh. Gross. Buffy falls to the floor and uh, hits, what? Hits the head with part of the grinder machine. Oh, yeah. She throws something at the the little demon head. Um, and then crawls away as Willow tries to get into the double meat palace, but the door is locked. Buffy hides as Willow calls to her through the drive-thru and she says, Buffy, if you're in there, the burger isn't people. The snake head flies out from behind a box and Buffy crawls away as Willow says, they aren't even meat. It's all processed vegetables. Isn't that weird? And then she confesses, Buffy, there's more. Something happened today. It wasn't my fault. It was Amy's fault, but I feel so bad about it. And Buffy is still crawling around trying to hide from the lady snake monster. And Willow says, it was Amy's power, but but it felt like I was doing everything myself and I couldn't stop. And now it's gone and I feel kind of shaky and like I need it. Buffy? Buffy thinks that she's safe, but Wig Lady finds her and hauls her to her feet, and Jeez. the snake bites her shoulder. That's gross, man. Ugh, so nasty. It's munching on her shoulder. Yeah. It's Buffy like, tries to grab for something that she can use as a weapon, but just drops stuff to the ground, and Willow hears it. Buffy turns on the meat grinder behind her, and the Wig Lady smiles at the nummy Buffy bites. Gross. She's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's disgusting. Willow rushes in and the snake turns to face her and squirts at her, but Willow Ugh. dodges it and Squirt. then comes back. Well, yeah, it's just like squirts her, you know, Gross. like venom paralyzing stuff. Yeah. But Willow dodges it. And then she comes back and swings something and severs the snake a few inches above <laughs> the lady's head and we get a nice detailed shot of the stump oozing. Ugh. Ugh. This is so gross. Oh, Pat. I, oh, yeah. this is a rough one, huh? This is disgusting. Yeah, this is. I think this is probably the gro- grossest moment of Buffy says, like, yeah. yet, you know? Yeah. Like, there's been some gross stuff before, but this is pretty gross. This is nasty. Yeah, this season's already had a couple super gross moments. The, that other one was the other one. The little bug thing, little baby baby cockroach thing. What was that? What? <laughs> little, 
little it's like oh a that was last baby. season the the yeah oh, the that thing was that was season. that spit on joyce yeah that was disgusting mm-hmm. yeah that was last season <laughs> but this i think this might be grosser yeah definitely yeah well okay i just gotta right. get get past okay. that all right moving on buffy stabs the still wriggling and squealing Ugh, snake gross. i don't like it with a plastic knife and then willow shoves it into the meat grinder wait wait yeah the head pops back <laughs> up and willow screams and then shoves it back down and we get Ugh. a shot of it turning in the meat grinder oh gross and then it squeezes out brown <laughs> snake so monster gross. meat so, so nasty. gross oh i don't know how i haven't vomited yet oh oh i just need to yeah it is I think something I need else. to go eat some like sorbet or something, you know, cleanse <laughs> you my cleanse palate. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta smell some coffee beans. That's how you Ugh. do it. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. We got, a, we got a coffee scrub around here somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure Probably. you do. Um, so then Amy, oh, whoop. Next day, Amy walks all jauntily up to the summer sidewalk and Willow answers the door, not looking happy. Mm-hmm. Amy asks if she can come in. And borrow some detergent. Girl, please. Girl, please. Um, and Willow says, you really can't. Amy starts to joke, but Willow tells her that she can't hang out with her anymore. And we're going to do some lines. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to have you be Amy and I'll be Willow. All right. What's up? You, you didn't like your birthday present? That's right. You're telling me that you didn't have a genuine blast. Come on. That was a sweet spell. That was like a trip to Disneyland without the lines. You don't get it. What you did to me was wrong. Do you have any idea how much harder that makes just everything? You know what I notice? You're not denying that you had fun. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Sharp argument you got there. Were you on the debate team? I forget. I forgot a lot while you were failing to make me not be a rat. Amy, if you really are my friend, you better stay away from me. And if you really aren't, you better stay away from me. Oh, darkness. Oh. Amy turns and leaves and Willow closes the door. We cut to the Double Meat Palace. Buffy is handing in her uniform to the new manager, Lorraine Ross. She says that she heard how Buffy caused a big scene and Buffy leaves her uniform and then says, the double meat medley is vegetables. And suddenly serious Lorraine asks how Buffy knows that and tells her to close the door and have a seat. And we're going to do a few more lines. Okay. Do you want to be Lorraine or Buffy? I'll be Lorraine. Okay. It's formed and texturized vegetable-based meat-like product suitable for grinding. It's blended with large amounts of rendered beef fat for flavor. Wait, the secret ingredient in the beef is beef? Buffy, you know something powerful here. Do you understand that? The double meat reputation is built on a foundation of, well, meat. You can't spread this around. I get that. It's a valuable secret, isn't it? Is there something you want? I really need money. And so Lorraine is like, you want money? And Buffy is like, no, I like, she just basically asked for her job back. And so Lorraine agrees and she says, 
I don't like short timers, Buffy. I like people who want to be here. Maybe you didn't take this job seriously before, but from now on, she points to the five years pin on her uniform and says, see this? I want you to be shooting for this from here on out. And Buffy kind of looks a little (laughs) sad, but resigned. And Buffy's like, right, here on out. And kind of gives a smile. Forced smile. And then? Blackout. Blackout. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That was a grossy Sammy Joe. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck I did write somewhere down my notes when things were getting really gross. I said, Loss is totally going to win this week. <laughs> yeah? You think so? I don't know, man. <laughs> I got I my know. coffee sugar scrub. Oh, okay. There we go. Get a whiff of that. There we go. Hello. I'm back. Now we're back in business. Now we're back in business. Yep. Coffee sugar scrub. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. All right. You got some trivia? I got some trivia. Hit me. Okay. Mm, I think I'm going to save this one for last. Okay. Okay. So Willow tells Xander and Anya that the trio's headquarters had pictures of the Vulcan woman from Enterprise. Both Buffy and Star Trek Enterprise aired on UPN from 2001 to 2003. Oh. Okay. Brent Hankley, who played Manny the manager also played the manager of a fast food burger joint in Falling Down with Michael Douglas. <laughs> no kidding. That's funny. <laughs> After Buffy finds a human finger under the meat grinder, she confronts Manny and then runs out and warns the customers, the meat is people, it's people, which is a spoof Reference of, of uh, and Green. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, in Finnish, this episode is called Roskaruaka Tarjuksessa, which translates to <laughs> junk food sale. Oh. In Russian, I'm not even going to attempt to read this because it doesn't have the phonetic yeah. spelling. Uh, in Russian, it was Gourmet Paradise. Mm. <laughs> and in Spanish, uh, in like the Latin America regions, it was El Palacio de la Hamburguesa Doble. The Palace of the <laughs> Double. Double Hamburger. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and last but not least, Joss Whedon revealed that the portrayal of the fast food industry with the Double Meat Palace caused sponsors to threaten to pull support from the network. The yeah. only thing, he says, the only thing that we've ever actually been stopped or asked to stop doing was the fast food run. When Buffy worked at the fast food joint, it made the advertisers very twitchy. So apparently the most controversial thing we ever had on Buffy was a hamburger and chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But you got to think how many fast food places probably uh, have advertisement on UPM. Yeah, right. Exactly. So (laughs) you can't watch that episode and then be like, come on in for your double burger. Right. It's a dollar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and they did actually seed this episode with like a bunch of, um, there was like times where they were showing people watching TV in previous episodes and there would be like a Double Meat Palace um, add on. Oh. Like wow. in the background. Yeah. Huh. Funny. Too funny. Too funny. So that's it. That's what I got for trivia. All right. Good trivia. Well, I think it's that time, Sammy Joe, that we get into Lost.
This is Lost Season 5, Episode 11. This one is titled, Whatever Happened, Happened. Oh, what a good title. Original air date was April Fool's 2009, written by Carlton Keus and Damon Lindelof. Your, oh wait, I don't have the director here, do I? It is directed by Bobby Roth. Roth. Bobby Roth. Bobby Roth. Your prediction, Sammy Joe. All right, so last episode I said Jin is going to wake up, find Ben, and rush him back to Jack, who has to save him again. And then I said definitely, definitely next episode we'll get back to Locke. Really? Wow. Well, look at these predictions, huh? Look at these predictions. Look at these. All right, so this episode starts with us picking right back up where we left off after Saeed shoots Ben. Jin wakes up in the middle of the jungle road with his walkie-talkie going off. And this guy fills on the walkie and he says, Jin, it's it's Phil, man. Where have you been? The hostiles escaped. We're searching the east grid, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. And then Jin's like, he's like, he headed north. Uh, And then Phil's like, how the hell do you know that? And Jin says, because he attacked me. Oh. Jin gets to his feet, and he finds young Ben, who's slumped over and shot, but he's alive, and he says, please Mm -hmm. help. Called it. Jin picks him up and puts him in the blue Dharma van, like a sack of potato chips. And then (laughs) (laughs) back back at the village, the Dharmies clean up uh, and assess the aftermath of all the commotion from last episode. The burning bus. Jack questions Horace who's holding court in the middle of, you know, everybody, all the Darmies. He's like, he was locked up. How would he start the fire? Because Horace is, like, talking about, like, oh, this is the, the the doing of the hostile that we mm-hmm. have here, you know? Yeah. Jack's like, he's locked up. How would he start the fire? And then Horace is like, who are he you? He didn't start the fire. <laughs> and then Jack says, Jack Shepard. But, hey, look, look at Jack actually asking good questions here, okay? Yeah. I just got to say. All Score right. one for Jack. He's also inserting himself, you know? Yes. He's like, I'm I'm Jack Shepard. I'm new. Don't you know? And then Horace says, well, Jack, the way he started the fire is he had help, okay? Somebody torched that van, and then that somebody let him out of a cell. And since the security cameras didn't pick up any hostiles crossing the perimeter, that means it was one of us. And then he says, Baxter, I want a full report on cleanup ASAP. And I love anybody who's just named Baxter. Yeah. Because all I can think about is the cat from the Meow Mix commercial. <laughs> Remember that? No. Baxter calls and uh, somebody picks up and they're like, it's Baxter. It's Baxter. And then it cuts to the cat on the other side of the phone. And he goes, meow, 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 Great commercials, the Meow Mix commercials. Oh, boy. They were really good. Anyways, whenever I hear Baxter, that's what I think of. It's Baxter. That's really funny. So Baxter says, you got it, Horace, dude. And then this dude approaches Kate and asks for her to run a winch with him. And then he mansplains. It's not just any dude. It's Ben's dad. Right. It's Roger. Yeah. Yeah. He mansplains, yeah, he mansplains how to use the winch. He's like, what you got to do, man, is you got to throw it here and you got to throw down the lever and then you got to winch yeah, it out. you're a winch. Yeah. And then uh, they're trying to get the Dharma van out of the cabin 
And they're kind of like flirty with each other. Did yeah, you f- don't like that. Don't like that. Weird, I wrote, huh? oh, gross. Ben's dad is going to fall in love with Kate, but he better watch out because she don't take shit from bad dads. Right, but she's also he like going to get himself burned up. I feel like she's kind of throwing it back at him, though. She's like kind of yeah. like smiley and flirty with him. Yeah, she's I like, know. I'll I stay just, with you. And you like, know, eh. I just don't like where Kate's character went. I feel yeah. like they started her strong as this like femme fatale and then they were right. just like, hey, let's make her flirt with everyone and just be like the flirty female yeah. character. And like, oh, I'm falling in love with everybody who gives me attention. <laughs> She's complicated, man. No, I don't think she is. I think no. they made her very <laughs> I think they made her very uncomplicated. Okay. So anyways, he introduces like himself as Roger Linus. And then another van pulls up and Jin comes out holding young wounded Ben Linus. And Roger yells out, ah, it's my kid. It's my kid. Oh, you care now, Roger, do you? Mm-hmm. Finally, you yeah. care after you already scared him, you know, out of his britches earlier. Yeah. Because of the whole Fucking sandwich ordeal. Threw the sandwich at him. Yeah. My gosh, Roger, you drunk. Flash cut. To Kate with baby Aaron. So cute. She takes him out of the car. Patsy Klein. Oh. Definitely some Patsy Klein again. Yeah, some PK, some PK. She takes him out of the car seat and she rings a doorbell. It's spelled with a C. Oh. Okay. (laughs) And then a woman, Cassidy, comes to the door and we've seen her before. Yes, she says, I never thought I'd see you again. (laughs) <laughs> what are you what? doing here? <laughs> and Kate answers, Sawyer sent me. So I, they've met before, apparently, Kate and Cassidy. Yeah, well, they showed this at the, um, they showed it during the previously on, oh, which I, I totally actually did watch that. this time. I think I so, might have tuned out a little. Yeah, so I think Cassidy was trying to sell oh, uh, the, like, yeah, 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 the yeah, jewelry yeah. at like a gas station. Right. And, and she covered for her? Kate covered for her. Yeah. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. So, okay. and they, th- I think that was like kind of their one interaction. Gotcha. But All right. yeah, I don't, I don't know that they interacted really any more than that. Yeah. I can't, I can't to... really remember, but it, yeah. But, but the fact that she was like, oh my God, how are you? Oh my God. Like, it's that been was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would have directed a little different. I would have said, you know, like, all right, you're going to recognize her, but you don't know from where, really. Right. Like, yeah. oh, wait. Hey, I remember. Wait. Yeah, did, you were you the woman familiar. who helped me out that one time? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyways. But I think we that get... was, like, right before, like, very shortly before, Sawyer. like, they went to the island. Yeah. The first time. So, then we get the lost title, and inside Cassidy's house, Cassidy is thumbing through her envelope of money, and she says, Sawyer, so that son of a bitch is still alive? And Kate says, he was when I left. Cassidy says, and he asked you to come here and give me an envelope full of money? Kate says, well, he he told me where to find you and said to take care of Clementine, his daughter. And Cassidy says, well, she's asleep in her crib right now. Want me to wake her up? And Kate realizes, Mm. might be time to go. Yeah, probably not. And Cassidy never, says, never wake a sleeping baby. Why did you tell me all this? Why did you trust me? And Kate says, because I thought your daughter had a right to know that her father cared. 
Yeah, she told her the whole story. She's like, listen, yeah. this is what we're telling everybody else, right. but Spill we actually are beans. lying. Okay, right. here's what actually happened. Right. I'm like, yeah. okay, that seems like... Real girl chat, real yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Don't think you needed to say all of that, but... Kate then tells Cassidy about how Sawyer jumped out of the helicopter to save them, but Cassidy is not having it saying he's a coward. He's just doing it to get away from her. He's out for himself. You know, she's obviously she a little She is scarred. angry. She does not trust Sawyer. No. No. He's a real con man, you know? Yeah. I guess, I think I just keep forgetting, like, they were only on the island for 100 days. Yeah. So I guess if, like, they- It's still like, kind of they, fresh, huh? Yeah, I guess if they had this interaction, you know, like, maybe a month or two before the plane landed on the island, like, I yeah. guess they would recognize each other. Like, it's not like it has been several so. years. So maybe. I think I just forget that. Yeah. She then uh, asked Kate if the baby is Sawyer's, and Kate says she was pregnant before she met him. But Cassidy sees right through her lies and knows it's all a big story she cooked up. And Cassidy says, so tell me the truth about that. Why are you lying to me about him? And Kate yeah, why, says, like, why lie to me about this, but not right. the other stuff? And Kate says, because I have to. And then back on the island, Kate approaches Sawyer in the security station. She says, that was Ben. The kid who was shot was Ben. Was it Saeed? Did he shoot him? And Sawyer says, here's what you need to do, Kate. Keep your mouth shut and stop asking questions. Because putting any attention on yourself is the last thing I need right now. Now scram. I don't want you around here. <laughs> I love Scram. Scram. Yeah, it's good. Horace and his minions show up, wondering what she doing down here. But LaFleur covers for her and she scrams right off. And then they go to check the hostel's cell, noticing the keys in the door and realizing someone let him out. And they're janitor keys. Okay. So at this point <laughs> Yeah. They should have figured it out, okay? They should have put it together. Or they at least should have first thing suspected Roger. Okay, Roger's a janitor. His son was shot. Saeed is gone. Let's put these things together, guys. What's the obvious thing? Two plus two is... That Ben probably took Roger's keys, okay? Or Roger was in on it, but like, go fucking talk to Roger immediately. Okay. All right. Well, not everybody's a crack detective like you, Sammy Joe. right? <laughs> Apparently nobody is. <laughs> Everybody on this island has lost. You know what? They gained sperm, but they yeah. lost brain cells. Well, you got to have something to fuel that super sperm, you know? And that's going to cost some brain cells. Yeah, apparently. Right? That's the science trade-off on this island, <laughs> Sammy Joe. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So Horace says, we've only got three janitors. There's Roger... Willie and uh, the new guy. I just met him. His name's Jack. And Sawyer says, yeah, I just brought him in from the sub. I'll go talk to him. Miles, you want to come with me? And he starts walking out. Miles like, yeah, sure, boss. (laughs) Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing. Gee, Willikers, boss. And then Sawyer comes up to Roger Linus, and Sawyer asks if he's got his keys with him. And Roger says he must have left him at the house because he can't find him in his pocket all of a sudden. And then yeah, inside, so at least Sawyer's putting it together because he's like, hmm. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, see? We got one crack detective on the case here. Mm. Inside the OR. It's all that reading he does. 
Juliet is doing what she can to fix young Ben, but she tells Sawyer he needs a real surgeon. Cut to Also, I feel like it's very suspicious that the three new people are being sequestered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody's checking that out? Nope. It's fine. We cut to Jack's place where Hurley is checking his hand to make sure he's not disappearing. Hurley says, back to the future, man. We came back in time to the island and changed stuff. So if little Ben dies, he'll never grow up to be big Ben, which is a clock. Who, who's London, the yes. one who made us come <laughs> back here in the first place, which means we can't be here. And therefore, dude, we don't exist. And Miles says, it doesn't work like that. And that the kid won't die because Linus was alive. Then Sawyer busts in asking for Jack's help and Jack refuses to help Mm -hmm. he says sawyer says if you don't come with me jack the kid's gonna die and jack says he looks at kate first and he says then he dies uh didn't you take an oath jack Mm. yeah i think that that oath has been uh has has thrown out the window yeah Kate watches well, he's from like, the- well, you made me a janitor. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm no doctor. I'm a janitor. See? Janitor. <laughs> Kate watches from the window as LaFleur goes back to Roger Linus, and Kate gives Jack the business for not operating on young Ben. And Jack says, 30 years from now, that boy's going to be a man. They locks me in a cage because he needs surgery. And then you're going to come in and you're going to beg me to operate on him because he's threatening to murder Sawyer. I've already done this once. <laughs> I've already saved Benjamin Linus and I did it for you, Kate. I don't need to do it again. And then Kate says, this is our fault. We brought Saeed back. We caused this. And Jack says, you know, when we were here before, I spent all my time trying to fix things. But did you ever think that maybe the island just wants to fix things itself and maybe I was just getting in the way. Kate says she doesn't like this new Jack. She wants old Jackie scrambled eggs back. <laughs> and Jack I mean, says, I, I'm kind of surprised. I was like, oh, okay. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him saying no. Look at him standing up for himself and saying or no. Or he's just pissed off because he was janitor. <laughs> right. I think yeah. really that he's just got a chip on his shoulder you about that. You think so? He's like, yeah. I'm better than this job. And Sawyer's the boss and I got to listen yeah. to him. Uh, this uh, did not cool. turn out the way I wanted my new <laughs> island trip to turn Where's back. Where's my juicy juice? <laughs> Jack says, you didn't like the old me, Kate. He, that's his chip on his shoulder. Yeah. It's by the name of Kate. Yeah. Yeah. She chose he, Sawyer over him. Yeah. And now Juliet has chosen Sawyer too. Yeah. I mean, this is oh, not. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jack's, Jack's, Jack's fragile male ego. Yeah. He's really He's hurt. been turned down by two women. I he's know. been made a janitor. Right. Sawyer's in charge. He doesn't get it to scramble. He's not having any fun. No. This is not fun. 70s Jack, not enjoying it. No. Kate storms out, slamming the door on him. And Kate goes off, goes to offer her blood to Juliet as she is a universal donor, which is nice of her. Mm-hmm. Roger Linus comes in very worried, and Juliet tells him to wait outside, but Kate says, it's okay. He can keep her company. And Roger then tells Creepy. her about how Ben stole his keys to bust the hostile out of jail. And he opens his heart to Kate, saying he thought he was going to be the best father ever. 
but it didn't work out like that. No, it sure didn't, Roger. Nope. You done blown it. All yeah, right. You 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 know bad dad. Had Hashtag many opportunities. Dad. Yeah. Had many opportunities. You can't get shmammered and then mm, knock no. trays of sandwiches out of your 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 uh, you know kids your, hands your kids hands yeah exactly this is parenting 101 yeah young ben goes into shock in the corner of the room and juliet yells for roger to get out of here inside the house hurley and miles try to work out the rules oh, of time at, at travel some point, at some point though he's telling kate that her uh the ben's mother died yeah and you know after giving birth and then he says something about how like oh i guess i guess a boy really needs his mother or something like that <laughs> it's like psycho. I'm, so i'm like no he just needs a father who isn't an asshole <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> come on right yeah so inside the house hurley and miles try to work out the rules of time travel but miles says time is not a straight line anymore and look Sammy Joe, I'm not going to go through all the particulars of this conversation, but they try mm-hmm. to work out all the rules of time travel, which ends up not really making sense anyways. <laughs> yes. But the yeah. one thing that I think you should point out that yeah. I wrote down is Hurley says, um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't Ben remember being shot by Saeed? Oh, yeah. And, and then Miles is like, huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wrote down, yeah, good question, Hurley. He should remember being shot by Saeed, and he probably does. Oh, interesting. Is that going to go in your predictions? Yes. Okay. Cut to Roger pacing nervously, and Juliet comes out saying Ben is stable. Juliet sends Roger out for some supplies at another station, and he thanks Juliet. Juliet tells Kate that she can't fix him, but he will die. Juliet says maybe there's something they can do meaning the others others juliet and kate wheel young ben out and back into the dharma van and juliet wants to come with kate but kate refuses she's like sorry i'll get mad if you come with me she's like i'll do it and then she drives off yeah flash cut back to the dock when ben is being held at gunpoint by sun we've seen this scene like a thousand times from different perspectives This is a pivotal scene, apparently. Kate yells at Jack and leaves. We've seen all this before. Inside the car, Aaron is thirsty and asks for some milk. So they stop at like a Ralph's, you know, like a, you know, like a a stop and shop. Okay. Grocery store. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And uh, he wants a juice box. Then her cell phone rings. She's like, you don't want milk anymore. What's wrong? You said you wanted milk. And she makes a real scene. Her cell phone rings. She looks down and sees Jack Shepard on the caller ID. She then notices that Aaron is gone. And she frantically runs around the store looking for him. And then she sees him walking away with a blonde woman who claims she was just going to make an announcement. And then Kate thanks her and hugs Aaron close. But she's also like second there, I was like... I was like, is this Claire? What's going on? It did look like Claire from the back. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is probably the point. Right. But yeah, Claire, uh, Kate was definitely suspicious of this woman. All right. She's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. 
Back on the island, young Ben coughs and tells Kate to tell his dad that he's sorry for taking his keys. And another Dharma van comes pulling up, and it's Lafleur who's there to help her. Guess she didn't get much of a head start. <laughs> Guess not. Back with Kate post-island, and she visits with her new BFF, Cassidy, and they talk about how they're going. They're all going back to the island and how crazy that is. And Kate then turns it into a therapy session and tells Cassidy that she lost Aaron in the supermarket and that uh, she wasn't surprised. She expected it. And Cassidy tells her, uh, tells her that she took Aaron. Oh, Cassidy tells Kate, she's like, you took Aaron, huh? And Kate says, Claire was gone. Aaron needed her. And Cassidy says, you needed him. Sawyer broke your heart. How else were you supposed to fix it? Mm. Back on the island, Kate asks why Sawyer's helping her. And he says it's wrong to let a kid die. They then cross the interface. The Invisifence. <laughs> I couldn't read yeah, it. I was he, like, what is this? He turns it off first. Yeah, they turn it off. And then off into the jungle they go. Back at the Dharma house, Juliet busts in looking for Jack. Jackie in the shower comes out all natural. Well, she's like, Hello. you mind giving us? <laughs> she, sa- <laughs> she says to Hurley and Miles, she's like, you mind giving us some privacy? Because I wrote, because yeah. I'm going to scream at him. Oh, yeah, she's going to give him the business now. <laughs> yeah, no, he comes out. He's got a towel on his on his lower, his nethers. Right, yeah. It's not like he, yeah. He yeah, because like, then he goes her. and puts on his shirt without <laughs> right. even toweling off his chest. What is so wrong funny. with this man? Amy mentioned the same thing. She's like, he's soaking wet and he just put his shirt on. <laughs> Come on, idiot. Come on, Jack. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he comes out. And he says, uh, Juliet gives him the business mm-hmm, that uh, she needed him. And Jack says, I came back here because I care, Juliet. I came back here because I was trying to save you. And Juliet says, we didn't need saving. We've been fine for three years. You came, you back, came here back here, here for, for you. you. At least do Oof. me the courtesy of telling me why. why? And Jack says, I came back because I was supposed to. And Juliet says, Supposed to do what? And Jack says, Be a janitor. I don't know yet. And Juliet says, Well, you better figure it out. And then she leaves. You don't oh. think maybe it was to save Ben? Maybe. Who knows? Clearly, he doesn't think that. Yeah. You think Ben knows that, though? What do you mean? Isn't Ben the one who is like really trying to get him back to the island? Oh. So do I think Ben, uh, no, because I feel like he will remember being saved by, (laughs) I think he'll be, I think he'll remember being saved by the others. Hmm. And that's, that's when he really turns on, on his people on the Dharma initiative. Okay. So, yeah. Back in the jungle, Sawyer carries young Ben through the jungle and Kate tells Sawyer that she met Clementine. She tells him what Cassidy said, and Sawyer says, You, me, never would have worked out, Kate. I wasn't any more fit to be your boyfriend than I am to be that little girl's father. And Kate says, You seem to be doing all right with Juliet. (coughs) And then Sawyer says, Yeah, I've done a lot of growing up the past three years. Read a lot of books. 
<laughs> they get held up by some others with weapons. And the man says that they broke the truce. And Sawyer says, yeah, yeah, we want to see Richard Alpert. Post Island Kate knocks on a door of Claire's mom. And I was like, boy, that's funny. She, They look to be like the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Kate tells her that Claire is alive and Aaron is her grandson. She spills all the beans. This is what Kate's doing. She's a yeah, leaky bucket this whole Kate, episode. what? That's exactly what I wrote. Yeah. She spills so all the first, beans. So at first, earlier in the episode, I was like, oh, I bet, I bet like um, Kate gave Aaron to Cassidy. And then I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. It would make way more sense for her to give <laughs> give Aaron to his grandmother. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, she, she spills the beans about the story that they all constructed together and how Claire disappeared on the island. And the grandmother asks why she lied, and Kate says because she needed Aaron, and she's sorry. And Kate tells her that Aaron is asleep two doors down and that she's going back to the island to find her daughter meaning Claire. Kate then goes and pets the head of sleeping toddler Aaron, and she cries to herself, sobbing emotionally as the music swells. She then leaves the room by herself. This seems safe. Just leave the toddler yeah, to sleep in, okay. in a hotel what room by herself. Fuck? So I wrote, you can't just <gasps> dump him on a stranger, Kate. Like yeah. they haven't met. He doesn't right. he doesn't know what his grandmother looks like. You're just gonna leave without yeah. introducing them. It's very traumatic. Leave him in this room by himself. Right. You're not gonna say goodbye. The old Irish goodbye. What is wrong with everyone? I wrote this show should be called Worst Parents Ever. <laughs> yeah. Does Jack Agreed. Bender have children, Pat? Uh most likely. <laughs> Those poor kids. Yeah. Uh, what happened to all of the people who are directing and writing this show? Hey, most artists, they got some twisted uh, upbringings, you know? So. Yeah. Well, it seems like everyone <laughs> it seems like will have got had a, a, a twisted that, huh? upbringing. This this Perhaps. just terrible, terrible all around. Terrible. terrible. Terrible, terrible. Agreed. Yep. So back on the island, Sawyer and Kate with Ben and the others... Richard Alpert approaches and asks if the boy is Benjamin Linus, and Kate asks Alpert to save his life. And Richard Alpert says, if I take him, he's not ever going to be the same again. And Kate says, what do you mean by that? Richard says, well, first, I'm going to put on some guy liner all over his eyes, <laughs> and he's going to be just like me, just a little baby Richard Alpert. And he says, what I mean is that he'll never, he'll, uh, sorry, he'll forget that this ever happened, and that his innocence will be gone. He uh, will always what? be one of us. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, Richard? I was like, what the what fuck are does you talking that mean? About? That sounds like some... You're going to steal his innocence? Some Richard bad, Alpert? Some bad stuff. What would you say you and the others do out here in the jungle all day, huh? What is innocence and how will it be gone? Please explain in elaborate terms what mm -hmm. that means to you because... I'm thinking some very nefarious things. This also explains even more of Benjamin Linus's upbringing. <laughs> he says, you still want me to take him? And Kate answers, yes. And Sawyer hands him over. <laughs> no more questions, your honor. Here you, Here go. you go. Here's the child. Well, Kate's there very go. good at just handing children over to other people. Sure, she's fine with it. She's good at it at this point. 
This other dude says Richard shouldn't do this without consulting Ellie or talking to Charles, but Richard Alpert says he doesn't answer to them. Ellie and Charles, hmm? Hmm. Yeah, maybe Charles Widmore, maybe. Charles makes sense. Who's (gasps) Ellie? Ellie? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm doing a thing. I'm connecting some dots. Yeah. Ellie? 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 Eleanor? Eleanor? Who's Eleanor? Um, just keep going. Okay. Uh, now don't, don't, uh, don't spoil anything now. No, well, we already know. We already know. We already know what? We already know. The old lady? The old lady. Her name's Eleanor, isn't it? Is it? I don't think it is. It's not Eleanor, is it? I think it's something else. Ellen? Okay, I'm going to look. Oh, maybe it's Ellen. Yeah. You just have to go back like an episode or two. Yeah. Notes. Uh, so Richard then carries young Ben Linus to an old dusty vine-covered stone cabin thingy. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen this cabin before. Yeah, have we? Yeah. Yeah? It kind of looks like the... Uh, the cabin. The cabin? But it looked kind of stony, didn't it? Didn't it look kind of like it's made out of stones? It was hard I to get a good know. look at it. They cut away from it too quick. And then music swells again, and we cut to modern-day Benjamin Linus waking up from his little nappy nap, and he looks up to see John Locke looking him dead in the eyes. And Locke says, hello, Ben. Called it. Welcome back to the land of the living. And Ben's eyes open wide as he realizes Locke is alive again. Boom. Lost title. Woof. Wow. This kind of the yin to a double meat palace burger uh, yang. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about that. No? You don't think so? This didn't cleanse that palate for you? A little bit? Mm, I don't know about that. At least it was tasteful. There wasn't any Arnst blowing up or something. Imagine that double (laughs) feature. (laughs) Arnst. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me some trivia, Pat. All right. So I got a couple pieces of trivia here, and they're not very exciting. All right? Spoiler alert. Okay. This episode title has a grammatically incorrect superfluous comma, Sammy Joe. Uh-huh. Did you pick that up? I know you're like a grammar Nazi. So Um Yeah, I mean I don't think they need the comma after <laughs> I knew the you'd have something happened. to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this is an this is a real banger trivia. Here we go. This is the second Kate centric episode title to start with the word whatever after whatever the case may be. Mm, or whatever uh-huh. the Kate may be. Ew. Eloise. Her name is Eloise Hawking. Oh. But so she goes. Ellie? She, she could be Ellie. Ellie? Eloise? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's yeah. who they're referencing. Hey, you could be I'm right. I'm going to write there. that down. I'm going to make a All prediction. Right. That's a good one. Supreme deduction skills. Yeah. That's, that's what these deep dives into these episodes get us these banger predictions. Bobby Roth, the director, returned to direct this episode, which is his first since The Man Behind the Curtain. Cool. And the original title for this episode, Sammy Joe, 
was what happened, comma, happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to they had to punch that one up and just put whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Happened. Yeah. And there you go. That's the trivia for this episode. Okay. All right. So favorite moments. What is your favorite moment of Buffy? Um, I really love when Willow like stands up to Amy. Okay. But also when Buffy is running around slam like slapping burgers out of people's hands and going, It's people <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What about you? Right. I think I like when uh Anyanka's demon friend shows up. <laughs> Halfrek? Yeah, Halfrek. Or and I also like when the when the old lady is like cherry pie what about the cherry pie <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me there's human in the cherry pie that was actually good. she would have loved it her character is kind of sullied for me though once she like you know her head popped up and yeah and did the whole thing then i was like eh, she's not as fun anymore she's gross yep yeah all right what's your favorite favorite moment of lost i have i don't know you first <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hmm. Yeah, this is a rough one, huh? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll go with uh, Hurley mentioning the Back to the Future stuff. Because, you know, it's just fun to see Hurley working through stuff, you know? He just lightened up the episode a little. Yeah. Um, I think so I'll, I'll go probably with go with that, too. All right. Yeah, especially because he's the one who's like, shouldn't Ben remember being shot by Saeed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also just kind of shows like how ridiculous the episodes have gotten a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like all the, all the time travel stuff. It's like we're just more trying to figure out timelines than actually like invested in the story at yeah. some point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right. What episode wins, Sammy Joe? Yeah, I don't know. You go first. I got to give it to Buffy. I really didn't think I was going <laughs> to give it to Buffy this week. <laughs> but we it's definitely so had silly wa- we had way more fun talking about that than we did the lost yeah. episode you know yeah it's just i mean like the stuff happening in lost but it was kind of predictable <laughs> i mean other than jack i just being don't like, care about young ben i just no, don't i want neither. i want modern ben or no ben all right yeah yeah just i don't care about young ben young ben isn't the same i don't and- i don't like the 70s dharma initiative crap yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. it. It's just they're not doing anything interesting. Yeah. You know? I wish that they were... They, and I wish we they, know, there was more mis- mystery, mystery. We know that, like, the, you know, the whole... Like, Ben taking out the whole camp doesn't happen for another 20, 30 years or something. Oh, really? It's that long? Well, he's an adult. Oh, right. Yeah. So... It takes a while. Like, what's... Are we going to get <laughs> What's there? The deal here? Are we going to yeah. we going to see that, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah who knows? All right. Yeah, so I'm going to give it to Buffy too. All right. Predictions. Even though I wanted to vomit while we were talking about it several <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, what do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? Man, I don't know. Okay, well, I got one sort of prediction. So at okay. the end we kind of leave it that Amy is like upset that Willow stood up to her. Mm-hmm. So maybe Amy ends up going her own way 
and enacting some kind of revenge because she has a chip on her shoulder for being a rat for so many years. Yeah. And now her friends, her only friends, have kind of turned on her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to use her magics and get kind of dark. And maybe she teams up with the geek squad. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then okay. she goes after them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good prediction. All right. Not bad, right? Yeah. Do you think we're right. ever going to see the Double Meat Palace again? Yeah, I think we will because Buffy still has a job there. She left like at the end of the episode, it left that she was still working there, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think she's going to work there for a little bit. Okay. Double Meat Palace. So there you go. Okay. That's my predictions. What are your predictions for Lost? All right. So I think that Ben remembers being shot by Saeed. Okay. Which is why he made Saeed kill for him. Oh. Wow. As ben- penance? As pen as penance. Oh, oh. good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ellie is mm-hmm. Eloise Hawking. Ooh. And yep. also I remember yes. Richard Alpert yeah. calling the blonde woman who pointed the gun at Faraday when he went to look at the bomb. Yeah. He called her Ellie. Oh. So I think that I think that is Faraday's mom, and that's why Faraday was like, you look so much like her. Oh, okay. All right. I think he knew he was talking to a young version of his mother. Daniel uh, uh, Faraday. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Look at these Full predictions, circle. huh? Full put circle. That, you put got that this. one in your pipe, Pat. All right. I'm putting it in right now. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. What media do you have to recommend? All right, I got a movie to recommend this week, Sammy Joe. Cool, me too. Woo, double movie. <laughs> um, so double movie palace. We found this one uh on HBO. This one is called Empire of Light. Oh. Which is a film that was directed by Sam Mendes or mm-hmm. Mendes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Mendes. Great director. By yeah, the way. he's done. What are the what are the big things he's done? American Beauty, okay, Road to yes. Perdition, yes, yes, Skyfall, yes. Mm-hmm. nineteen seventeen, Revolutionary Road. Okay, amongst well, others. I've, I've seen American Beauty, so okay, yeah. So good director. This movie kind of fell under the radar, and it was even shot by my favorite cinematographer, Roger Deakins. Okay. Uh, so oh, it that's a few listen to his podcast, right? Oh yeah, big time. Mm-hmm great see Um, i remember stuff you do i'm surprised so this movie is about it it takes place in 1980 all right in england Mm -hmm. uh in a movie theater so it's about a movie theater it's like one of those big giant like fancy movie theaters that like you know it's not getting much business these days Olivia Coleman's in it, and she's great. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a character drama of these characters who work in a aging movie theater in the 1980s. And then there's you know some little bit of political drama there, and some uh, some some character study. Uh, but it looks great, and it really you know it seemed like major Oscar bait. You know, it came out kind of like Oscar season. When and, when did it come out? Uh, like last f- fall, I think. Okay, came out. 
So you'd think that it would get eaten up by the Oscars, but uh, no, it didn't didn't really do anything. I didn't hear anything about it. Like nobody saw it, huh. and it did very little at the box office. So I didn't know what to expect, but I liked it. I thought it was good, so I'm gonna recommend it. It's not great. It's just good. It's a good watch. So what would you rate it? I'd rate it like a good 7.3. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. Empire of Light. Check it out. Well, I and some of uh, Dave and I and some of our D&D friends went to see the new Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons Dragons movie. movie. I knew it. (laughs) We saw it in theaters, Pat. Wow. With Chris Pine? Yep. Um, Yeah, so it's Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and I have not seen any of the other, I I know there was at least one, maybe two other D&D movies, but they're all apparently very bad. Yeah. Um, But this one was very fun. It was... Yeah. It was a fun romp. I think you... (laughs) I I think you would enjoy it. I think... Probably. Um, I think probably maybe the kids need to be a little bit older. Yeah, um, they can't handle much right now. Yeah, they're they're not uh, like Sammy at, at at Cam's age could handle it, but not <laughs> <Yeah>. Cam. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Michelle Rodriguez, Ana Lucia, is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's and great. I'm, yeah, she's she's great. I didn't realize. Uh, she's in like all the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think you maybe said that at some point, but I was like, I don't know, I haven't seen any of those. So she's awesome. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. Hugh Grant, uh, Chris Pine. Um, yeah, it was it was very good. And if you've played any D and D and you watch this movie, it feels very much like a campaign because yeah. like. You know, pretty much anything you want to do in D&D involves rolling die, right? To like see how successful you are at something. So you might be, you might like, you know, you might roll just well enough to be able to like kind of accomplish what you want to do, but like maybe there's some like backlash or it doesn't exactly go the way you want it to. And, you know, now that I've played a couple of sessions, I'm finding that that's like kind of the natural order of things in D&D is like you have this like grand plan in your head, but then you roll like crap. So like, Mm. you know, things backfire and like they don't go the way you want it to. And that's very much what happens in this movie. So like the, you know, the characters, they're all like, they're like, yeah, so we're going to do this and this and this. And it's like, great. And then they like attempt it, but like stuff kind of just goes wrong and like, (laughs) but it's very like silly. Yeah. yeah, Um, so it was really fun and it really, it really felt like, um, like a D and D game was being played. But if, but even if you haven't, like, even if you don't have any experience with D and D, it's still a really fun watch. So, okay. Hugh Grant is great in it. I, I love him. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, uh, I would give it like an eight out of 10. Wow. All right. I definitely like I definitely wanted to like see it again, but um I think you can actually rent it, but it's it's yeah. uh, probably still kind of expensive if you want to yeah, rent it. It's like it. 20 bucks if you want to rent it. Right yeah, I, I think so actually. I think I looked it up on Prime. So, yeah. Um but it's definitely fun. And it was All right. it was definitely worth seeing like in the movie theaters too. Yeah. Cool. All right. So. Good recommendations this week. Yeah. All right, well, I say we wrap this thing up. Agreed. And we will see you all 
episode 108. So until then, you can always listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Spotify, all the places that you can find us. Normally, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and what else, Sammy Follow Joe? us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And if we entertain you, you can support us on Buy Me A Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod. As you know, we don't have any advertisers or sponsors, so... We any... keep it free for you. That's yeah. what we do. We, we don't bog this podcast down with a bunch of advertisements for no. MeUndies and whatnot. All right, exactly. We just give you the juice, man, for free. All just the juice. Just give it to you. All of it. <laughs> so if you want to help us out with hosting costs, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod. You can send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And And always always remember that streaming is better better with with a double meat burger. (laughs) Double meat medley. (laughs) It's definitely not better with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. I feel like, I feel like actually Halfrek would be terrible to stream stuff with. I think she would just be one of those people that's constantly interrupting and asking questions. <laughs> and it would drive you crazy. She is a vengeance demon, so yeah. well, keep that in mind. I think I might have married a vengeance demon because she talks most of the time <laughs> that we're watching anything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Well, <laughs> well. All right, we'll see you next week for episode 108. Bye. Bye.